ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. It is Friday, February 3rd. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I am your host, Paul Swan. Well-rested and ready to go after last night's Marshall victory over App State. We're going to hear from Andrew Taylor in a few minutes from last night's postgame, also from Tavion Kinsey, and we'll get Dan D'Antoni's comments. We've also got your reaction to the game, and we're going to open up the text line now, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Also, I got last night's text as well. This was the strangest thing. So last night we're doing this show, and I didn't get that many texts. I thought, okay, this is strange. It's an earlier game. I don't know what's going on here. But maybe, just maybe, nobody is really into texting tonight because, you know, Marshall won, got the victory. And I get home. And I'm putting my computer up for the night and, and just checking on a few things. And then all of a sudden, I get a rush of text in. It was strange. And so I get a lot of your comments. And if you were up last night, you got a text from me, from our text line. I made sure to let you know I got the text. And we had several comments, and I'm going to get to every one of them. And if you want to add to the game reaction, you can do so. And again, the text line, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. I appreciated everyone tuning in last night and texting. So we're going to get to all of that. You took the time to text me last night. I'm going to take the time to make sure that we read them. And, of course, good news, Marshall women get a victory. Thunder heard now on a four-game winning streak, Tony Kemper's squad getting the victory over App State. I'm excited for the Marshall women because uh, they are continuing to take care of business. Four players finished in double figures with that win over App State. Uh, Rochella Scott had 22, Abby Beeman had 13, Mahogany Matthews had 12, and uh, Cindy Scott had 11. The last time four Marshall women's players finished in double digits uh, was back on March 5th of 2022. So the women get the victory over App State. The men get the victory on the road against App State. And I love Dan. He was um, he said they put a lot of promotion into this game, promoting it. They had 2,685. That was the crowd. That's pretty low. Dan came on last night on the postgame and said, you know, hey, they doubled their crowd. The herd came to town and they doubled their crowd. Is that is that really, really the best you can do at App State crowd-wise? 2,685. And App State's a pretty good team, actually. They're not bad at all. They're a good team. And they got a lot of students. They have more students than Marshall has. Bigger school enrollment wise, I believe. So, and it's Boone, it's Boone, North Carolina. It's not as if you're just going to hop in your car and go do a lot of things, or if you're going to have a lot of things to do. It is the epitome of a college town, right? 
I mean, that's not bad. That's nothing. That's nothing negative. It's just here it is. This is the epitome of a college town, and you would think that I, I would try to get the students involved as much as I possibly can. I really have to give credit to Marshall. The students are becoming more of a factor at Marshall home games. I love seeing that. For years, I wondered where the students were, and I'm not going to lie to you. It aggravated me because as a, a kid in junior high, high school, I loved Huck's Herd. I was a big fan of the, of the Herd, especially during the Rick Huckabee years. Huck's Herd. Loved the Herd. So when I finally became a Marshall student, yeah, and Lee Moon was the athletic director then, and you know, I actually asked Mr. Moon. You know, I was like, "Hey, hey, you know, my first time actually getting to sit down in this area. Where, where do I sit?" And you know, Lee was a, a really nice guy and, and pointed me out in the right direction. I'll never forget that. Uh, years later, uh, I got a chance to talk to Lee in uh, in a different capacity, and, and he's great. But as a as a someone growing up. In Huntington, wanting, I was finally excited. Hey, I got student tickets. I get to go to the, I get to sit really close, and I don't have to sit up in then herd heaven anymore. You know, I don't have to sit up really high. I can be down here. So I'm hoping that the students can turn this around and be a little bit more present. But back to the original point 2,685, they can do better. They can do better. So we're going to hear from uh, Marshall players Andrew Taylor and Tavion Kenzie, Dan D'Antoni. Uh, short, short conversations with us last night, those of us that were on the Zoom. So uh, we'll play all of that. We'll get your comments as well, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Uh, text lines already activated, our first text from today. Uh, this is Michael from Marion, Ohio. He wants to know if there's any word on a defensive coordinator for football and can basketball win the Sun Belt Tournament. I'll go with the basketball question first. Yes, Marshall can win the basketball tournament. We'll have a better idea what the herd looks like against Louisiana on Saturday. But yes, I'll be more confident after a road win on Saturday. But, yes, I think Marshall is among four, five teams that can win the Sun Belt Tournament. And I don't have any hesitation saying that. I was even looking at team rankings. I get the email from team rankings. And Marshall is projected to maybe have a 30% chance to win the Sun Belt Tournament, but... Looking at the numbers, team team rankings basically say that Marshall is the best team in the Sun Belt right now. We're going to find out. Also, team rankings predict that Marshall will lose only two more games in Sun Belt play. Go in as a number two seed in the Sun Belt tournament. I'm hoping that things play out. Marshall can go in as the number one seed, but number two seed will be fine with me. But yes, I do believe Marshall can win the Sun Belt tournament. Will the herd do it? And we'll find out. We'll do that together. But I, I believe Marshall can go in there and win that tournament. That's the most confident I've felt in a while about saying that. 100% believe that Marshall can win the Sun Belt tournament. Now, your first question any word on a defensive coordinator for football? Actually, 
you want to go back and get his full comments, and we ran it on the show a couple of nights ago. I was at Marshall for National Signing Day, and that was one of the questions that uh, came up and they needed to be addressed. And Coach Huff talked about that. Uh, they've got to finalize what they're trying to do, but they have they have identified the candidate or candidates um, not ruling out a promotion from within and not ruling out an outside hire. So Coach Huff addressed that a little bit more. I'm going to refer you, if you want to hear his full comments, to the Wednesday edition of the show, and we post that podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or what you could do if you want to try to keep track of everything we do is get the app. Go to the App Store. You can start by going to WRVC.com, and we have the links to the stores for your Android or your iOS device, and you can download the app or search on your App Store for ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. And there's a tab where you can actually listen to the podcast. So if you have a chance and can listen to the show live, you can do that. Or if you miss it, uh, you can get the actual podcast later on in the app. So it's pretty cool. Check it out. But I will refer you to his full comments from Wednesday because he goes on for a, a moment or two about that. But he said basically, yes, uh, they're going to have something soon. They've, they're waiting for the, the whole national signing day period to have passed because, you know, there were some, um, I guess, some prior commitments with the candidate or candidates they're looking at or talking to. And he did not rule out an in-house promotion and he did not rule out. I know he's covering all his bases with that, but it could be someone in-house. They're looking, I think they're looking both places, in-house and outside as well. I mean, you got to get the right guy for the defensive coordinator position. That's going to be a huge, huge position for the Thundering Herd, especially with National Signing Day. You look at the class, uh, a little defensive heavy. So you're going to have to make the right decision there and make the best uh, possible choice you can. So hopefully with Marshall's prestige on the defensive side of the ball growing, Maybe you're going to attract someone that will be just as good, if not better, than Lance Guidry. My hope is you can always find someone just as good, but if you can, try to elevate the position, and that's going to be a tall task, especially with what Coach Guidry did with the defensive side of the ball. Basketball continues. Let's talk about the Herd's win against App State. We'll also get your text in. I've got plenty to begin with, and we're going to do that at 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. We've got last night's feedback, as uh, I mentioned earlier, if you weren't with us at the very top of the show. For some reason, at 11.07 p.m. last night, I get all your texts. So we're going to go over those. We're going to run down what happened last night with the Thundering Herd. It was a great performance from Andrew Taylor, Tavion Kinsey with 15 as well, and the Thundering Herd getting the victory. We'll talk about that with you. Then we'll hear from you on tonight's edition of The Drive on ESPN, 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN, 94.1 FM and AM 930. Our text line is 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. 
Welcome back to The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Marshall's victorious yesterday on the road against App State 66-59. Thundering Herd did it with a standout effort from Andrew Taylor. 21 points, shot 7 of 15. I'm sorry, 7 of 16. That only shortchange him there. but 3 of 5 from the three-point line. He was uh, perfect from the free throw line, 4 of 4. And he had seven assists. Could have got him a few more assists, possibly. Could have got him a double-double. But actually, the Herd only had nine assists. Tavion Kinsey had the other two. So nine assists total for the Thundering Herd. Speaking of Tavion Kinsey, 15.7 of 17 from the field. Uh, missed both of his three-point shots. And he was uh, one of two from the free throw line. Yeah, This is a, a typical Marshall game, 66 points. App State had 58. I was expecting a little bit of this pace. I was expecting that. App State's a solid team. Marshall played against a gritty App State Mountaineer squad that held Marshall to 30% shooting in that first half, 10 of 33. The Herd also 4 of 16 from the three-point line for 25%. Second half, 12 of 29, so a little better, 41%. And the three-point shot, about the same percentage-wise, 25%. Marshall was 3 of 12, so... The good news is Marshall was able to hit free throws. Uh, 8 of 10 in that second half, 7 of 8 in the first half for 15 of 18 line. It was 83.3%. I'm good with that. Uh, Marshall had an 11-0 run. That was the biggest run of the game. Uh, Marshall led by 10 at one point with 3.03 to go. And Marshall, I felt, was good at weathering storms. App State would push, make a run, then Marshall would stop that and answer. So Marshall was good at that. Uh, in the game, Marshall was competitive in the paint, 26-24 in favor of App State there as far as points in the paint. Marshall got a lot of its points off turnovers, 19 points off turnovers, only nine for App State. Second chance points, I like this number, 15-6 in favor of the Herd. Fast break points, I like this as well, 14-4 in favor of Marshall. And then bench points, Marshall got 14 bench points. And again, this is a low-scoring game. App only got seven. Foul trouble hindered the herd a great deal. Micah Hand logged it at one point, uh, had to sit out a lot of the game, picked up some early fouls. Also, Obina Anachili Killen had some foul issue as well. Uh, Hand logged in for the game, had four points, two of three. Missed his lone free throw. Had 10 defensive boards and one offensive grab for 11. So 11 boards, 21 minutes. Two blocks, by the way. That's not bad. That's not bad at all for 21 minutes. Imagine if he would have been out there another 10, 11 minutes. Could you imagine the performance there? And, of course, Obina and Achille killing. Got to keep him out there. 22 minutes. He was a one of five. Four points. Missed all three of his three-point shots. I Every time I say I don't like that shot, then he comes back and hits it. So I'm going to keep doing that. Every time I say it, it, it doesn't fail. I don't want to see Obina and Achille killing, taking those three-point shots. I don't want to see it. And then he comes back as if he's heard me and he's going to prove me wrong, and he hits them. And then i got to talk about how, hey, that was great. He hit those three-point shots. He's a, he's a defensive guy with offensive potential. That makes sense. Offensive potential. That's it's a bonus. 
But you got to get him out there for the defensive side of things. He had five rebounds in the contest, and he also had a block. Marshall had uh, 10 steals, total four blocks in this one. As I mentioned, Andrew Taylor, solid performance from him last night. Sometimes it's not going to be Tavion Tenzi leading the way. It's going to be someone else like Andrew Taylor. And we caught up with him after the game, and he talked about how this one played out, which was different from the last time these two teams met. Uh, it's a good road win. Uh, we came out a little bit flat. We picked it up a lot quicker than, you know, we used to do. Uh, just the energy, you know, on the road. You know, we're 33,000 or 3,300 feet in the air over here. So, feels cool. some dudes feeling lightheaded and stuff. But uh, we kept the energy, kept it up in the second. You know, we came out. Uh, they hit a lot of big threes in the first. They had that big dude who was battling down low in the second as well, just hitting all those jump, hook, jump hooks and stuff. And then uh, towards the end of the game, we just got into our stuff, you know. Get it today, the New York team, let us do the work and uh, get it to the base if they're open and finish the game on us. You know, 19 wins on the year. Um, the second time you've seen App State this year, how is this matchup different than the first? No, I feel like, I mean, anytime you play a team the second time around, it's going to be harder. I feel like we both kind of scouted each other and we both had to, you know, do some things in the flight this game. You know, you come off the screen and it's not being played the same way as last time, so you got to adapt to that, you know, throughout the game. And I think that's why we came out in the second. And, you know, both teams probably started picking it up offensively. Now you look forward to a uh, Saturday night matchup with Louisiana. That one um, on paper looks to be pretty good. How, how excited are you to – um, to, to go see uh, in a, another one of the top teams in the Sun Belt on the road. Oh, for sure. I mean, we, I think all of us like, look forward to coming here and going to Louisiana just because, you know, probably started in football with the football rival, rivalry. And then, you know, we want to keep it going in basketball. So we came here and got a good road dub, and we look forward to doing it in Louisiana as well. Louisiana is an important game. Marshall taking on one of the two teams that occupy the top spot. Marshall is right behind the leaders with a. Uh, a third blemish on the Sun Belt record. Hopefully, will give Louisiana its third blemish and uh, make it uh, a little bit more interesting at the top. Southern Miss and Louisiana leading the way, followed by Marshall. And that was Andrew Taylor with 21 points, 7 of 16 from the field. As I mentioned, Tavion Kinsey doesn't have to lead on the scoreboard. He still was an important part of this one, 7 of 17 for 15 points. He missed uh, his two three-point shots. Uh, Andy had a few more attempts from the free throw line. Tavion was one of two from the three-point line, but he also had five rebounds and two assists. As I mentioned earlier, seven assists from Andrew, two from Tavion, nine assists total in the game. So not a lot of scoring to begin with here, 66 points. Not a Marshall-like score. Tavion Kinsey, always happy, especially when other players are out there and I asked Tavion the same thing I asked Andrew, just to kind of how did it play out, break it down for me as this one was the second time these two teams met. How was it different from the last time? Uh, kind of um, a little bit different. You know, we're, we're on the road. I would say that's the biggest difference. But for the most part, um, we uh, I feel like we controlled the game pretty well tonight. Uh, they were physical. It was a physical battle. I, I'll let you know that now. I'm pretty sure from everybody who was watching the game could tell it was a physical battle. But uh, we stayed in control. Um, I feel like we did what we um, we do best, and uh, we played martial basketball. Uh, we made a couple mistakes that they capitalized on. Um, but 
that's some things that we have to fix and we know we have to clean up. Uh, we got Louisiana next, so we're, we're glad to have this one under our belt and we're going to move on to the next one. Tavian, you guys really... like... Go ahead, Luke. Tavian, it seemed like every time they came within, you know, two or three points, you guys had an answer. Um, you know, wh wh where did you uh, find that answer from? Um, uh, just, just playing team basketball, moving the ball. Um, that was one of our keys today, just having the athletic ball. Uh, at, at the beginning, we were kind of, we weren't running in our transition that we do best. That's what we do best. That's when we're at our best. And I think in the second half, we got out, we, we played great defense underneath the bucket. We got uh, rebounds and then we kicked it to our guards who were already out of the lanes. And uh, we got, you know, trailers with Cam. And when you leave him open, it's, it's, it, it's a, a long, it's going to be a long night for you. And then um, Drew had a, a, a hell of a game today. Uh, he ran the table for us very well. Um, so I think everybody answered when they were called on, you know, all our guys who came in and played minutes off the bench, they did very extremely well tonight. And uh, this was a great team win. Tay, the temptation when you guys are, are maybe you go up by nine or so, uh, maybe you get a little quick with the shot. It seems like when you get your offense going back, like, like Luke said, you guys stymied every run they had and, and started to take better shots. Uh, yeah, uh, we just had to get into our what, what we do best. Sometimes we, we tend to get caught up in playing their game and we play our game and we play into their game. But when we just play our game and focus on us, then, um, you know, it, it ends up being uh, a good game for us. And I think that's what we did in the in the second half. We, we slowed down. We got the shots that we wanted to, the shots that everybody knows that they can take and make. And uh, I think we did that well in the second half. And we ended up walking away with the win. Okay, you mentioned uh, Louisiana. That one's up next. Um, you know, obviously, you guys saw them last year, but this matchup looks to be uh, pretty big in terms of Sunbelt Conference standings if they go down the stretch. Uh, yeah, and, and we're definitely we're on the road. You know, we, we know they're a good team. We played those guys. Um, we know they're going to be physical. We know they're going to bring energy, and I think it's, it's a battle that everybody's wanted to see for the longest in the Sunbelt. Um, I'm not taking away from any other teams, but I think this this is going to be a very good game. Uh, but our guys, we're going to be ready. We're going to um, go over our scout tomorrow, uh, lock in. We got to put this one behind us. We got the win, so we, we don't got to worry about this one anymore. And we, we're moving on to the next one. The road trip's not over. Job's not done. We got to finish it up. Job's not done. Tavion Kenzie on last night's victory over App State. Dan D'Antoni, we're going to get his thoughts when we continue, and we're going to run down what you had to say about this one. Text line 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. I'm your host, Paul Swan, and you're listening to The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We roll on with today's edition of The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I am your host, Paul Swan. Thanks for being a part of today's show. Going to hear from Dan D'Antoni in just a few moments. Uh, I promise we get to the text line, and we're going to do so now. It's 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. And if you weren't with me earlier, yesterday during our post-game show, we do that ever after every Marshall game. All the texts came in after I went home. So, 
whatever the hiccup is, we've got that cleared up. Texts are flowing through now. So uh, a lot of these are from last night, and I promised everyone if you wrote in, you would get on the air, your text would get through, and, and let's go ahead and get some of those in now. And you can add to this at 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. First up from our text line, texter wrote in and said, probably the best coach game this year. And congrats to the share for a superior game. If only Han Logden would shoot the 10-footer a bit more, we'd be unstoppable if our opponents had to defend him too, maybe before the tourney. And again, that's for all you do week in and week out. I think that's probably meant to read, and thanks for all you do week in and week out. If that's for me, thank you. Again, I'm reading everything as it came in. Also from the text line, great win. They got to quit missing so many foul shots. Stay out of foul trouble with their bigs. Can't believe D'Antonio laughed at that, though. His two bigs set out not only for the first half, but as well as the second half. If they had lost, he probably wouldn't have even done the interview. Heard can't afford missing a bunch of threes, foul shots, and getting in foul trouble down the stretch. It will be costly. And then in all caps, proud of the team effort. The grit and was excited when David Early got in early, no pun intended, and he played well. Also from our text line, a solid win against a quality team on the road, especially when you have an off-night shooting. The Herd did other things well, like play defense. Don't like the black unis, especially when that's the primary color of your opponent, but love the warm-ups. Go Herd, let's win number 20 on Saturday. We've got more of your text to go through 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. But first up, Dan D'Antoni did show up for the interview. Dan's never he's never blown us off. I'll give him that. He's never pushed us aside and like, I'm not dealing with you you guys tonight. Dan's always been good to, to talk to. He might not be happy about the, the, the win or the loss, how it came out, how he, yeah, there, whatever. But he's always been able to to come to a, a post game and talk to us. The thing that probably gets us the most sometimes is uh, when you're on the road, uh, the setups are not the very best, and internet sometimes isn't spectacular. I, mean, I don't know what the internet looks like in Boone, North Carolina, when you're on the road traveling. But that's probably uh, the only thing that ever would uh, really. Uh, prevent us from getting something like that on the road at least but Dan was uh, with us last night was pretty excited pretty happy Uh, he was in a uh, jovial mood he was having some fun with us before we get to the uh, actual uh, part of the interview we're going to play but Dan was having a good time and let's hear his thoughts Um, I even asked him a little bit about uh, the uh, the foul situation so you get that response from him as well but this is Dan D'Antoni reacting to the win well, we finally got about eight or ten minutes with Mike and Bean in the game. You know, we first half, they set most of it, came out. Within 10, 15 seconds, Mike is back down on the beach. And then turned around twice, no Bean is following. So we just didn't play with our big guys. You know, when, I thought David, though, gave us some really good minutes. Jacob wasn't really himself. White gave me some pretty good minutes. So, uh, you know, when that happens, get that early foul trouble, and they have long periods sitting on the bench, you can win. Team that won the last six out of eight, won the last three out of four, it's a good win. 
Coach, how do you can how do you try to settle these guys down so you can maybe keep them on the floor a little bit more? I know foul trouble is going to happen, but you have a magic I, answer for that. Well, I have a magic answer, but they might find me if I said it. But uh, you know, they just kind of because they weren't real big hard fouls. You know, they were called, but they weren't hard fouls. And you know, maybe we got to watch our hands a little bit. I, I don't know. You know, they were called, so we'll look and see if, what we can do to help help them out. But, uh, I, you know, I just didn't see a, a hard foul on any of the three. I think Obina, one time he reached in there hard. But other than that, I don't know. We just have to get better position, you know, just play a little bit better. Coach, you put this one behind you, another road game at Louisiana Saturday night. It's a big one in terms of conference standings. Well, it's funny. They had double their numbers here tonight, normal. For what I understand, though, they've done a lot of promotion for this ball game. And that's that's a good good thing and a bad thing. But good thing is is that people want to see good basketball. They know we're coming in the town. We got one team that's gonna play good and usually makes the other team play better. So you're gonna get a good ball game, gonna play hard. It is meaningful. It always helps when it's meaningful and our standing goes, but uh, good ball club down there. We played them at home last year, played them pretty well, and it's basically the same thing. So we just got to go down and uh, take our game again. It's not so much about what they do, it's our game. And I, that, they got posted in your locker room. They got posted on both ends of the court. They got posted going out 3,333 feet. And I'm telling you, it does take a little of the air out of your lungs. And uh, we weren't as, I didn't think we were sharp, especially affected people who are not real, real strong yet physically. Jacob got affected by it. And, uh, you know, we just got to get, you know, it's a good win to get out of here with that team of hot. Let's go down and see what happens. You know, we're playing to the end of the season anyway, every team. So uh, we want to win all we can. Love to win the conference, believe me. But you know what? We're capable of winning the conference tournament, too. So we want to do everything we can to win the conference and then move on into the conference tournament. It's one game at a time, and this next one's a big one. Next one is a big one. You're taking on one of the two co-leaders top spot in the Sun Belt. You want to get positioning. You want to try to get that number one spot, but to do so, you're going to have to win out, and you're going to have to knock off uh, some of these teams as well ahead of you. And behind you to make sure that you've got yourself in, a, in the best position possible. That's Dan D'Antoni. Uh, I could tell from his face, I had to tread lightly there. Because, again, you don't want to lead a coach into a conversation about officiating. You, know, you don't want to deliberately set up a coach to talk about how bad the officiating was or anything like that. You know, you want to ask about you know, how do you keep these guys out of foul trouble. But at the same time, officiating is a st- Sticky, sore subject with coaches, and they can get in trouble with it. So, uh, you know, I was, hey, what do you, what do you got? What can you do about that? And it's good to see that when those guys were out there, they were able to contribute. Hopefully they can stick around for the Louisiana game. Our phone number to text in is 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. 
I've got more of your texts coming up. We will get to those, and we will look ahead to tomorrow's matchup. Marshall taking on Louisiana. That's when we continue with today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. The Marshall... This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We're wrapping up today's edition of The Drive. It's Friday. Hope you're set to have a great weekend. We're going to be back together tomorrow on ESPN 94.1 AM 930 with our pregame coverage. Marshall taking on Louisiana. We're going to go on the air at 7 o'clock. So we're going to be together a little later tomorrow evening. Not too much hour different than what we're used to so we'll have fun together here as we get you set tomorrow for Marshall basketball and then right back here after it's all said and done to talk about it and we'll give you the opportunity to do so at 304-396-TALK that's our text line 304-396-8255 I'm your host Paul Swan of this edition of the drive I am the Paul Swan in the drive with Paul Swan let's get back to the text line and I'll give you that number one more time can never give it out too many times. That way you have it. Program it in your phone, by the way. Just go ahead. Put that in your phone now. 304-396-TALK. 304-396-8255. From our text line, texter wrote in and said, Hey, Paul, I like our team, and we are only going to get better. Our defense is pretty solid. Honestly, I think we could be the best in the Sun Belt Conference. Feel good about getting in a postseason tournament. Is it too early to compare which team is better, Elmore, his senior year, or this team? What do you say? Uh, great job, rock on, go herd. I appreciate that. That's from Holmes. Let's um, let's ease up here just a minute. If we're going to compare teams to teams, this team has got to win the Sun Belt tournament and get to the NCAA. That's going to be the standard. The standard is, can the team get to the NCAA tournament? And to do so, the easiest path is winning the Sun Belt tournament. And so if Marshall can do that and get to the NCAA tournament, then we can have that conversation. This team or the Elmore team? I know there's only a few years separation, but that Elmore team did get to the tournament, did win a tournament game that hadn't happened for Marshall before. So that was something. Now this team's got to get to the NCAA tournament and win a tournament game and maybe win a second tournament game. That would be something to see Marshall basketball be able to do. You know, start building upon some of that past success here. Marshall for a long time was a basketball school. I think that's just fair to say. Marshall had some nice success. Not NCAA tournament success, but Marshall had some nice success over the years in basketball. And so if this team can win the Sun Belt Tournament in its first year as a conference member, that would be fantastic. And then if you can get into the NCAA Tournament and win a game, I think then we can have that conversation. Until then, I think it's too soon to have that talk. We still have to have the talk between who's the better player, John Elmore, Tavion Kinsey. Which one's the better player? That talk's coming soon as Tavion is inching up the ladder to catch what John Elmore did scoring for the Thundering Herd. It's going to happen soon. I think it's going to happen. Tavion's got to score more than 15 points, though. 
Hopefully he can balance that out tomorrow with another outstanding performance. From our text line, if they're going to bring back the striped warm-up pants for nostalgia's sake, they should also get back to serving hot Dr. Pepper with lemon at the concession stands like they did years ago. First of all, you should always have Dr. Pepper at the concession stands. Always. And I think I'm going to need to talk to um, A.D. Spears on some of these issues here. I'm going to have to have this conversation with A.D. Spears because there should be hot Dr. Pepper with lemon. I like that. I'm Thumbs up. I endorse that. Bring that. Bring that. Also, there should be Dr. Pepper in the media room. This is a me issue, not a you issue, but I'm bringing it up. There should be Dr. Pepper in the media room. And there should be zero sugar Dr. Pepper in the media room. Since Pepsi products are the product of the land on campus, I want zero sugar, I want Dr. Pepper and zero sugar Dr. Pepper. And then I want zero sugar Mountain Dew. I think those should be options here. But yes, hot Dr. Pepper lemon, I endorse that. I like that. That's a great beverage choice. So let's bring the hot Dr. Pepper back with the lemon. Let's do that. And then let's bring in some new modern flavors like one. Always have Dr. Pepper. That's a classic flavor. You need to always have that. And then you need to have zero sugar Dr. Pepper and zero sugar Mountain Dew. If we're pushing it, I want a zero sugar cherry. Again, I got to stay in the Pepsi line. So zero sugar Pepsi cherry. I'm not a Pepsi drinker, but I will definitely take a zero sugar cherry, a Pepsi cherry, which is a fine drink. It, it compares nicely. It's not better than, but it compares nicely to the Coke cherry, especially the Coke zero cherry. I endorse this. Text line wrote in, sloppy win over crappy state. See what you did there. But a win is a win. Time the rage on the raging Cajuns go heard. It's an important game. I think Marshall knows this. It's an important game. You win this. You close the gap. Not to borrow from Coach Huff, but... You know, right now you're chasing Louisiana and Southern Miss standing-wise. If you beat Louisiana, you're chasing Southern Miss. And maybe Southern Miss stumbles somewhere, make this a, a three-way tie. But Marshall's got to win this one tomorrow. It's going to be a game to determine, I think, where Marshall ultimately ends up. This is going to be one of the key games. Because I think Marshall can go out and win – the majority of these games, there might be a, a couple of games left on the schedule where they're going to be dogfights. James Madison, for example, could be a dogfight. But, yeah, Marshall is projected, according to a couple of services that I'm following, like team rankings, for example, has them finishing uh, second, meaning getting second seed in the tournament, projects them as the best team in the Sun Belt, but have them finishing second right now, and projects them to win um, every game – moving forward in league play in the regular season, except two. 
So have them finish second in the league. That's not terrible in your first year, but if you can get that one spot and you can win the regular season crown, that's going to be a nice accomplishment for Dan D'Antoni, especially after last season where, let's be honest, some of you, not naming names, some of you maybe thought it was time for Dan to step aside and uh, move on from what D'Antoni basketball looks like at Marshall University. Uh, That doesn't seem to be the case right now as Marshall's enjoying uh, possibly getting its 20th win. And that's going to do it for this edition. We're going to be back here on Saturday. Marshall is facing off against Louisiana. It'll be game number two of the Marshall day-night home road doubleheader of sorts. The Marshall women are in action on Saturday against Georgia State. So if you can, go support Tony Kemper's squad. Be back here for tomorrow. It's pregame, 7 o'clock on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Also going to be on 93.7, the dog. 